Yeah, I think for homework, now that it's been a full year of um, whatever this is, I think mm-hmm. for homework we need to watch Waterworld, because... Th- oh yeah, I kind of want to watch Waterworld I think the again. seas are going to rise, and that's the next one we got to go through. Nice, nice. Who'd have thought that Waterworld was the slightly more accurate post-apocalypse? Yeah, because I'm still just peeing in water bottles, pouring it through a filter, and drinking it, so... Why is that so common? We'll never know. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone himself, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? Hello. Hello. Wow. Hello, governor. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Oh, man, we just need to start doing characters, I think. that's Yeah, we gotta start workshopping. Mm. Um, I want to be like a Neo-Fedora wearing post-virtue signaling uh, uh, serpentine sex lizard. Okay, alright. Yeah. That is a pretty cool Doctor Who character. I'm pretty sure they're in <laughs> Fallout, the new frontier, or whatever. Oh, yeah. maybe, yeah. Just talking about how much their feet stink. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> sorts of shit like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. What's a character I'd make? I'm bad at this. I'm bad at... At LARPing? You know? Yeah! I, mm, just LARP a guy with a beard do who it. does a podcast. It'll be aight. Mm. No, one of my... One of my, one okay. of my best friends my is a guy with games. a beard who does a podcast. Oh, shit. shit. I, wait, is that accurate? I feel like it might... <laughs> wait, also you. Every white, every white dude has a podcast. It's true. It's, it's, it's a fact. No, I... Um, one of my D&D characters... I, I can't roleplay for shit. I don't know. There's something in me that just, like, clams up about it. So I, I was able to do a bypass. Did a bypass on mm-hmm. it. And so what, what I did was this character, when when he dies, they, the, the party finds a note on him. Or they find his journal. And it turns out that he was just a dude that got isekai'd. So that's why he only speaks in, like, Simpsons reference and shit. That doesn't work in this I world. I never want to play Dungeons and Dragons with you. No, don't. Ever. Don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. I can't. Yeah, yeah, you sound like an awful person I to play role-playing role games with, man. Yeah, no. No, I, I agree. Yeah. That's... Like, mm, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can... And then every time there's a thing, it's like... I always accidentally come up with, like, the most horrible thing first. And they're like, but you're a paladin. You're supposed to, like, be all righteous and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just saying this dude doesn't need all his fingers. So you're, like, like the... <laughs> and it'll just... What's, what's the, the murder hobo? You're just... That's your... But not on purpose. Well, it doesn't matter if you're doing it's it on purpose bad. or not. 
Yeah, I think you I'm either is or you isn't. And it also, I think I screamed at a dragon to like eat a cock at one point too. Nice, nice. And I was like, make sure to that got entered as as a in in game thing. Make sure it's added to the I minutes. Told, yeah, added to the minutes. I told this dragon to eat a cock. Yeah. Now that I think of it, there's a lot of people that don't want to play D and D. I've been kicked out of a lot of D and D groups. It's, I've been, yeah, I've been asked to not rejoin certain things a few times. Yeah. Well, I think you're all right. So that's a, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, for me, I'm, I'm very much a like, nah. I'm not here to. I'm just here to, for the escapism, my guy. <laughs> I want to do the things and win the things easy. I want a power fantasy. So you've now just been relegated to just reading Isekai? No, 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 no. No, I just mean, like, I just fire up Skyrim again. Mm. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Sorry, I'm boring right now, man. No, <laughs> Listen, what do you mean? I don't know. I feel like I haven't contributed enough in this in this episode. Mm. I feel like I'm no, dragging okay. my heels. I, just, I over. I I talk too much all the time about nothing. Oh matters. man, I watched the worst fucking movie. Was it Waterworld? <laughs> Close. Um, Garden State. No. Um, it it is <laughs> on the list of movies that I've turned off and haven't finished watching because they were bad. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's very few and far between. I will stick it out through the worst piece of shit movie just to finish it. Um, mm-hmm. Which I wish wasn't a thing I did. I wish I had the willpower to be like, this is a waste of my time. But I'm more like, this is a waste of my time. Better see where this goes. Um, <laughs> I watched a movie called Any? Meteor. Which okay. has Sean Connery in it. Okay. And it is so fucking bad. It's like Sean Connery just being a dick to everyone he interacts with the whole film. And like... Is it on or off camera? Probably both, but like... Oh, good, good. I'm trying to remember what he said. It's like something like... I can't even make up just how dumb and mean (laughs) the shit he was saying was. It's like... Well, if you if you broke a pencil off in your ass, you'd have a better plan than what you've got here. And it's just like, what? That doesn't even... Sean, stop. Um, <laughs> but he's some sort of weather expert or meteor expert. And... Oh, makes sense of the There's title, a meteor man. careening towards Earth, and it's up to him to yeah. solve the problem, I guess. But it's just him going to various different, like, government offices and having arguments with people. And then, like, getting on a plane and going to a different government office to argue with someone. All while it hard cuts to, like, clearly scale models of spaceships with, like, giant meteors made of styrofoam being, like, pushed past them. All okay. with really intense, okay. like, classical music playing when that happens. And then it just hard cuts back to him in an office being like, Well, if you jam two pencils in your asshole, you'd have a better plan than what you got now. And it's like, no, stop, Sean. 
<laughs> What's with you and the pencils? Meanwhile, <laughs> Sean has like 15 pencils in his ass. I need to make a better plan. He's like, this is the best plan yet. Keep adding pencils. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm really good or really bad at Sean Connery. Probably really bad. No, it's a, it's a medium good. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, it was really, really bad. It was like if Armageddon oh. didn't have an all-star yeah, cast of charismatic of. actors in it, but it had just Sean Connery and no <laughs> action sequences other than, like, styrofoam meteors getting thrown into, like, a styrofoam replica of the Swiss Alps. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, and that movie ended up being, um... The, what was that? What? Oh my god. Did you have a stroke? I think I'm having it right now. You you literally said the Armageddon? name. Armageddon, that's one. I kept wanting to call it Apocalypse Now. Mm. That's That has way less Bruce Willis's in space. Yeah, it, has, it has a good zero amount of those. Yeah, which is why I, I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't take enough notes on Meteor to make it a full VHS rewind, which it would have been a good candidate if I finished it. Um, I'm sure we'll get a VHS rewind sometime soon. In the near future. I feel like it's been a minute. You never know. You know what? Might have to happen. You've been getting some VHSs. Yeah, I've been getting lots of VHSs. Um, It's kind of the only thing I buy these days. Um, Cool. Well, there's a really good local shop. Shout out to Cavity. Um, oh, man. I miss Cavity yeah, so much. Yeah, it's like much. a bookstore oddities shop. And um, my buddy Andy down there at Cavity, um, he's just always getting in like fun tapes. And for the most part, I air quotes just collect horror movies. But that's really not true because I bought Meteor starring Sean Connery. Um, that's kind of a horror, like <laughs> existentially. That you yeah, that I had to it. see that many pencils in a man's ass. See, that's how you make things fit your narrative. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just been been scooping up a lot of tapes, a lot of horror flicks, um, but but others as well. I've kind of like branched out because it started as just horror movies and Arnold Schwarzenegger films, and then it turned into like just horror movies and like action films that either star Arnold Schwarzenegger, Steven Seagal, or Bronson. And okay, now yeah. it's like there's some there's some Travolta getting mixed in there and some Cage. Ooh, dangerous. Yeah, so it's Cage is fine. Yeah. <laughs> what about Face Off where it's both of them? Yeah, I guess that's the connecting tissue. Like that's <laughs> fine, I guess. But like, I don't know if I want to admit that that's fine. You know. But yeah, I've been been scooping up a lot of tapes. I got Creep Show and Creep Show Two. I think I talked about Creep Show on the cast. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. But yeah, my watch pile's humongous, and it's turning into this thing where I'm like, God damn it, I keep acquiring tapes, but have not been watching them at a rate to, like, diminish this pile. Oof, oof. That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty rough. I think I've just got to accept that movies that I've seen and know fairly well shouldn't be in the watch pile. They can go in the just part of the collection pile. Mm, yeah because like prom night's dope and prom night 2 is dope but i don't know if i need to revisit both prom nights anytime soon so i mean you could i i don't know man like i got batman forever on vhs recently Mm -hmm. 
And I know I just watched that like a few months ago. Oh, you want to watch it again now? But I'm also just, but like I'm also just kind of like, hmm, the intended format. Yeah. <laughs> this VHS. This is something kind of like nice about night like '90s and early 2000s movies. On on VHS. Still. Oh hell yeah! It's like oh yeah, this is this. Mm. Well, there, I'm a member there's this. just like, there's weird shit that you didn't know existed that's just out there on tape, like yeah. Ron Perlman <laughs> in Beauty and the Beast, like things that I didn't know existed, yep. but are very real and probably would never see the light of day on DVD or Blu-ray. I mean, yeah, I want to say yes, but it's also probably like a super... I don't want to say super rare, but someone has it, and they don't want to sell it for less than, like, a couple hundo. But it's like, this is just a Blu-ray of Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. I don't want to spend this much on eBay. Yeah, and I like it because there's there's weird shit, like I said, that you might never find, and you just it just falls mm -hmm. in your lap, and you're like, ooh, what is this? And, like, like, Kindred was a really good example of that, where it's like, in my eyes... Oh, the vampire show? Um, no, it's... Um, I think I did a VHS Rewind about it, my dude. Um, it's about the, like... Uh, the science... It was that yeah, long The ago. science team remember. that... Um, is, like... Dealing with, like, hybrid humans. And there's, like, a watermelon. I don't know. It's a fucking great film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but it's, like, comparable to, like, a... Uh, like, a reanimator... And it's like, I, I wouldn't have known it existed if I didn't just see the, like, ridiculous VHS cover and decide to buy it, so. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Man, I feel like to, like, get peak, like, childhood regression, I need to get Robot Jocks on VHS. Yeah, Robot Jocks was 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 a fucking yeah. film, my guy. That's, that's the banger. That is the Man, one. There, there's a handful of films like that that I'm, like, hyper-nostalgic for that, like, I remember renting from, like, a specific rental place in my hometown and, like, yeah. watching them with certain friends and, like, Robot Jocks is one of them and Black Roses is another one. Oh, man. Yeah, Black Roses will be fun to find again. And too. I'm just like, man, like, will I ever find those? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. no. And, like, ro but maybe. Robot Jocks, like, I feel like that's one that has, like, a weird cult following with where, like, for no good reason, the tape is probably, like, I'm a $80 tape. Ooh, I'm, I know we don't do this anymore, but I'm, I'm gonna Look do up it. Robot Jocks and see what it's <laughs> worth. Yeah. All right, we're, we're, we're doing price checks. Oh. Oh, not too bad at all. Ooh, VHS screening copy, very Ooh. rare, for fifteen dollars with twenty dollars. Five shipping. zero. No one five, and it's from Ontario. That's like one of my rules thus far is I haven't bought any tapes online that have been shipped to me because I'm like, that's, at that point it's like your tape that's affordable becomes not affordable because like i would gladly pay 15 bucks for robot jocks but i don't i don't want to yeah. pay 20 bucks to have some dickhead put it in a mailbox for the shipping. like i just <laughs> I can't oh, bring God, myself that is to do the it. worst yeah but then again oh, man this is 
Do these have two... This might have another movie on it, too. <laughs> it's a double feature of Robot Jocks and Robot Jocks yeah, 2. Yeah, something... No, something called Waiting for the Light, hmm. which is a Shirley MacLaine and Terry Garr movie. I don't care about that at all. I just want Robot Jocks. But then there's like, oh, oh here we go. Here's the one that's like, Canadian, one ninety eight eighty five or best offer. With $20 shipping again. Oh, no. But now there's... Ah, you know what? I think if you're willing... I think that's, like, another good hunt. Mm. VHS, you know? like that Also, would be... like, fuck that person who's selling a tape for 2 bucks and charging 20 bucks shipping. Because at that point, you know they're not paying 20 bucks shipping. No, dude. I said 200 Oh. It was 189 There's no, like, $2 tape. Oh. Oh, are you talking about the Batman stuff we were going through a couple days ago? I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore, ever. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so anyway, I got Batman on VHS, and then I was like, I should get Batman and Robin, so I have the two good Batman movies on VHS Mm -hmm. to watch. Um, And, like, looked on eBay to see if there's something cheap, and yeah, there was like... It was like a buck and a bit, or like two bucks, but then it was like $30 shipping, and I'm like, fuck, oh no, right that's off. Gross. But like, there's a couple people that have it for like, like a few bucks here. Wait, you're, you're looking for Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, ge- and I'm getting you forever. a copy of Forever, because <laughs> so, I've been finding Forever everywhere. So... Which is Again, the wild because thing. the chronology of those films is mixed up in my head, which one comes first? Forever. Okay. Then Anne Robin. Which, and then, yeah. and then um, Dark Knight, because we all know it's part of the same series. Oh, well, Skip yeah, Begins, exactly. that's uh, a solo film. Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched a 45 minute long video essay about Batman Forever. <laughs> Like on the YouTubes? Like on the YouTubes. That seems like something I would do. Right? Oh my god, it was worth every minute of it, too. Um, but yeah, it, it apparently the reason why they called it Batman Forever as well was like... There was a bunch of stuff that was like cut that kind of was like, ah, this is the... Because like Schumacher made some pretty like dark movies mm. as well. But this was his most like non-dark. But the Schumacher cut was like... There were some, like, darker elements added to it as well, but the studio was so, like, not happy with Returns and, like, just how dark that movie was that they were like, alright, we gotta yeah, cause, cut out so much shit or else McDonald's isn't gonna do Happy Meals Right, no and they wanted, like, they wanted, like, a bright color palette, too. That was a big part of it, to make it more, like, yeah. comic booky. Yeah, he, he wanted... It was cool, because he was saying that, like... He didn't want it to be like you're watching a comic book. He wanted it to be like you're a kid reading a comic mm. book. And it was like, oh, that's cool. And I think he called it something like a neon neon comic opera or something. And I was like, yes, this is, I, I get it now. I get it. I'm surprised it. that like the studios didn't like Returns because Returns made a fuckload of money. Um... I think the studios liked it, but there was a lot of backlash. Just because it's so horny? 
and scary. Yeah. Yeah, like, they, there were a bunch of, like, Sally, Jesse, Raphael shows that had, like, kids go on that were like, my parents told me to say that it was scary. Mm. Like, that type of shit. That's why I think they were like, yeah, we gotta, like, focus more on kid-friendly stuff. And I think they are like, trying to push for Tim Burton to, like, go more kid-friendly, too. And then too. he dropped the project. He just... <laughs> no, um, he and Joel had, like, a lunch meeting... And, uh, and Burton was just kind of like, I'm done with this whole thing. Yeah. Like, there's too many people, like, you know, asking me to make shit I don't want right, to make. Right. So, the, Joel's like, I, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it was fascinating. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I like that kind of shit. The, like, story behind the movie kind of thing. Yeah, and then it kind of goes into, like, a bit more depth on, like, the, the characters and the types of performances and stuff like that. He, the guy, hated Tommy Lee Jones's performance <laughs> in it. Which, I mean, like, I get, because uh, Tommy Lee Jones hated being in it, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so he just, like, extra camped mm-hmm. it up. But, like, I mean, you go into that movie... Just kind of like, yeah, no, these are, like, just over-the-top, wacky villains in general. Like, I for the longest time, I didn't even know Two-Face's name was Harvey Dent, that he was a prosecutor. Like, why would I know that? I'm yeah, a kid. Yeah, totally. Even, even in the Batman animated series, I just thought Two-Face was, like, a bad right, guy. Right, right. Like, I didn't, didn't know that he was, You didn't understand the duality like, of it? Yeah, no, I really didn't, because you're, you're a fucking kid. You're a single digits year old kid. You don't know what shit is. I'm wondering why they dropped What's-His-Face from being Harvey Dent from the Tim Burton ones. Oh, I think he probably just didn't even want to do it yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's probably what, what it was. Probably doing more Stars Wars. No, Jedi came out in the, in the 80s still, and those ones are 90s, so it's, yeah, it's... Okay, so Billy D. Williams, my dude. Yeah, Billy D. Williams. So, I have a movie here called Alien Intruder. And it is Billy D. Williams, and it's like a knockoff alien slash a knockoff species, I think. Oh, shit. Have I seen that movie? Hang on, hang on. I might have seen that movie. In the year 20... Oh, my computer just... Made a crazy sound. In the year 2022, we make contact. Too bad. What kind of a fucking tagline <laughs> is that? So, oh my it's God. Billy D. Williams, okay, Return of the Jedi, this. and Batman is what they're crediting him with. There's uh, Tracy Scoogins, who is in Magnum P.I. and Destiny. And then there's Maxwell Caulfield, who is in Grease 2. And he is, like, the most discount Emilio Estevez you've ever seen in your entire life. I am looking at pictures from this, and holy shit, this looks amazing. Yeah, um, so, this is the joy and the love of VHS. I would never know this existed without VHS, and it probably doesn't exist on any other format. I, yeah, I don't think so. Maybe Laserdisc. Maybe Laserdisc. Maybe Laserdisc. It was 93, so Laserdisc wasn't... Well, I don't know when Laserdisc was in vogue. Yeah, it was... Um, I think it was kind of that mid-90s. 
to just before 2000. Because there's a lot of movies coming out on Laserdisc that are from, like, 97, 98. Oh, shout out to Pick a Flick Video. It's from, like, one of the most, uh, most beloved Picked video stores in Victoria. Over. Oh, cool. Yeah, shout yeah. out to them. Uh, so Alien Intruder is in the watch pile, and it looks fucking incroyable. Oh, fuck, yeah, it's got 17% on Rotten Yeah, TV. boy, oh. that's better than Happy Jack or whatever fucking Sia made. <laughs> yeah not wrong oh shit man I've you've sold me on this movie I want to see it I want to see that shit um fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> just just fuck yeah that's great um did you get any toys uh no huh what about you my dude yeah, I just got one. What'd you get? Can you hear the bag? I hear the bag shaking. Uh, I ended up going on a bit of an adventure to pick up a sealed... Because we're on this kick still. I'm so sorry, everyone listening. Uh, a sealed Batman and Robin uh, Fujifilm mail-away figure. That's spectacular. It's... <laughs> It's so it's, sorry, it's right. Clooney Batman? It's Clooney Batman, um, and it is, I think it's one of the ways that you, one of the only ways you can get the all black suit okay. in toy form, because they were going like, peak weird right, colors right. for everything. I did have, I did have it loaded up from a, oh fuck, I hate when you Google something. And it just gets rid of your previous googs. Yeah, that's why you don't use incognito mode. I would talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found it. So it is a. I almost said reskin, Logan. I think I'm dying. I think my brain a is reskin a fucking... repaint. Uh, yeah, or I guess a a no paint of um. It wasn't the hover attack. It was uh, it was another one of the. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so sorry for everything about about me. It's okay. I forgive you. I'm like, okay. Here we go. I found the website. Yeah. So it's the same. Same body and cape as the heat scan okay. Batman, just in all black, and the only paint on him is the silver for the Batman logo and the just the exposed mouth part. And uh, you're going to open them um, and play with them? I don't... Okay. I want well, like, to. Like, my monkey, my monkey brain says yes. It's a yes, mail-away that's essentially but... in a Ziploc bag. It's not like it's fun to display. No, that's... That's heat sealed. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's very fun to display, like, in a bag. So no, is he just going to live in a drawer or a box for his whole life? I feel like you have to open them. Do you do it right oh, now? Yeah. Do you do it How here? much do you pay for that guy? On the episode? Well, yeah, don't worry about it. Now I have to know. Not a lot. No, it was only like 15 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, open them up. Yeah, no, no. No, here's the thing. I'm Okay, I did it. I guess I'm going to keep the bag, though. That's weird. 
make a bat because it says Batman Fujifilm special made in China like all the all the everything's on there uh okay this toy is in my hands smell um ooh ooh kind of oh the cape smells like Halloween mask oh like like you know when you're a kid yeah oh and it feels kind of like that too so, okay, uh, cracked him open, he, he's got some, some, some janky leg for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that's gonna need some heating. Yeah, his feet are, uh, those are f- going at the wrong angles there. Those are fucked. Those are, those are fucked. Alright, I'm gonna put him back in the bag. That's what, <laughs> also the cape, uh, wants to just go off to the side. It's supposed to be out words but it's curling back around so this might be a uh, a boil and flex yeah uh for for the future to do because yeah this leg is completely hooped oh my god you know i never would have thought that your love for the schumacher films would start to be so prevalent throughout the show yeah neither did i it's been a weird couple months (laughs) it comes up fairly frequently i'm okay with it it's just interesting okay cool um, I think it's because, like, I, I guess the other, the, the other shit that I collect, it's pretty, like, I don't know, I want to say formulaic, right? You're like, alright, I'm looking for these Transformers, there they are, we'll pick them up. But it doesn't really feel like a, like a hunt, mm. whereas, like, these older toys, and, like, you know, something like this, right? Like, a, a, a mail away from 1997, like... It's not every day that you come across someone being like, I'm selling three of these. And I'm like, uh, okay, let's do this. I will buy one. And have to go out in the middle of nowhere during a pandemic to pick it up. <laughs> safely, though, might I add. Safely. Yeah, you wore your Batman mask. Damn it, it doesn't cover the bottom part <laughs> of my face. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, you only get COVID in the eyes. That's, <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, but either way, I'm pretty stoked. It's cool. It's a neat, weird thing, because I feel like they don't do mail-aways anymore, do they? No, not really. Or at least not in the same the same respect as that, so... Yeah, it's not very common. No. Anyway, sorry I keep schumacking all over the place. That's alright. I'm, I'm into it's, it. It's my, it's my preferred... It's like a thing that I'm always kind of looking for now when I'm out, like, I guess, thrifting, you know? Yeah. When I start looking for, like, weird shit, it's like that. Yeah, I know at first I resisted, um, but now I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh, okay, just this collecting in general, or the... Like, I remember when films. you were telling me about the Schumacher films, and we had, like, a really long debate about Batman movies. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't sway you, and you're like, no, they're the best ones, and I'm just like, yeah, like, I think you're full of shit, Tony. <laughs> Um, but now, now I can accept that you genuinely like them. Yeah, I, I think it's also because I just genuinely enjoy camp as well. And it's one of those things where when I say like, yeah, Adam West is like probably my favorite Batman, no one takes me seriously. Right. But that is the Batman I've got like the most... Nostalgia for. Like, nostalgia for, like not counting animated series. Mm -hmm. But, like, 
I, I don't know. I feel like I remember more episodes of the 60s series than I do of animated series. Yeah. Yeah, I know so, I, uh, I watched animated series, like, a lot as a kid, but it, it didn't burn mm-hmm. itself into my head the same way that, like, I don't know, like, Pokemon did or something. Like, it's... Ooh, yeah, yeah, fair. Like, it's there, and I watched a lot of it, and, like, there's a lot of shows that I watched, but they're not, like, as seared into my fucking gray matter as, like, the animated Pokemon series is probably, like, the show that's, like, buried deepest in there. I wonder if it's because it was, like, right at that moment of, like, ah, the memories can solidify at this age mm. better. Yeah, it could be. You know? Like, I remember, I remember, I've got more memories of, like, eating the Heinz canned pasta of Batman animated series more than, like, certain plot points of episodes. <laughs> that's, no, that's you know? a great point. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, that and, like I said, too. So, the other thing I realized as well is, like, going, like, looking at a bunch of those old toys, I didn't realize just how many, like, forever toys that, like, kids I grew up with and around had. Mm. Like, I've got vivid memories of playing with, like, a friend's Batman Forever Batwing. Like, the one that, like... You can move the wings around, and then it, like, shoots the escape pod out from underneath. Right. Vivid memories of playing with that as a kid, but I never had one. Um, and then I think it was the Night Strike Batman. That was one of the ones that I had. I don't know if he was a shithead Avenger or not, but, like, he was, like, the one figure that I remember playing with the most as well. And, like, just kind of seeing all these again, it's, like, it's hitting that nostalgia real hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's also this weird thing where it's, like, it's so accessible right now. And it's, like, dirt cheap. Right, yeah. It's it's toys that no one's really collecting, so you, yeah. you kind of got free reign. A bit. And then there's, like, yeah, there's the amount of still sealed product we've been finding, too. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I went to visit you before everything got shut down... That cherry bomb, he just had, like, a bunch of guys on card still. Yeah. To the point where I was like, oh, I already have this character on card. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I still need to put my Batmans back on the wall. I've been I've been slacking, man. My toy room looks like shit right now. Oh, dude. my my That's my goal for the next two weeks. <clears throat> so I'm going to do one last Ikea trip. I'm going to get the, the shit that I need. I'm going to clear everything out. And I'm just gonna, like, make it look the way it's supposed to look. Nice. And, like, yeah, I'm gonna have, like, I think I'm gonna try to do, like, some dedicated stuff. What I fucking hate about this room, though, is the fact there's a window in it. Yeah? I hate, I hate this window. Just because it fucks up your feng shui? Well, yeah, because that's, like valuable could be shelf space oh i see but then also like i don't know i don't want to i don't want a fucking window letting light into my room with toys light and heat during the summertime yeah that's like, fair it's just i just i don't like it so i don't know i don't and i also don't want to board it up because like that looks sketchy as fuck as well mm-hmm. but i don't know man 
Like, it's, yeah, the more I want to, like, redecorate things, the more I'm like, yeah, this giant-ass window off to the side on one of the walls kind of, like, screws up more, like, where I could put things. Mm So, it's just annoying. But, again, we'll burn that bridge when we cross it later. But, yeah, toy room needs a, toy room definitely needs some, uh, some fixing up. And then... I think the Discord wants me to do a toy room tour at some point, too. Whoa. Been pushing that off for a couple years now. Uh, Your mail away. That's a really good focal point for your collection. Yeah, I'm actually really happy about that. I thought my my focal point was going to be, like, the boxed Batmobile. Mm. But now I'm kind of like, oh... No, that one's cool. It's weird and neat and cool. And it's also, like, it's it's, it's weird how, like, the all-black Batman suit is the, the one, one that, like, the rare one. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay. Alright. Might as well. So, yeah, that was fun. Thank you for going with me on this journey to opening this toy. <laughs> I will have to find a way to fix it so it can stand on its own. Yeah, sometimes you gotta bend some legs. No, that was the last time I listened to your suggestions. For anything. I mean, I'm sure it's documented. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, questions? Let's do it. Questions from the Discord. For the something. That's what, that's us, we're doing it. We're doing it now. Empty Orchestra, do you have any video games you know are bad, but you still like? For me, it's Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Earthblood. Um, is that the new Werewolf, The Apocalypse game? Because I saw a thing about it and it didn't look great. Or maybe you're talking about an old Werewolf, The Apocalypse game, and I'm just talking shit about the new one that's not even out yet. Um, Ooh, maybe. Shout out to Werewolf the Apocalypse. I think my copy of the book is over here somewhere. Um, oh, shit. That's not a video game. That's a book It's game. a role-playing game, so you're not invited, Tony. I think the... Oh, thank God. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the video game that I know is bad that I still like, Cyberpunk 2077, baby. I gotta get back to that. <laughs> um games that I like know are like bad but I like I don't know that's a tough one like cuz like by the very merit of liking them it negates the fact that they might be bad like there's games yeah. that I love that like on modern standards are not like great technically like like classic Fallout and Fallout 2 like those games are fucking slog because of their mechanics and like things like that. But I don't know. I don't know if there's any that are like really bad that I still like. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that I can think of that like I know was like critically bad, but I kind of loved it was a I think it was called Singularity. And it was very like Bioshock ish inspired yeah bioshock light uh yeah and it was before three was even like really announced bioshock xp home edition 
Come on, man. <laughs> come on, come on. Um. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it isn't as hated as I thought it was. It's got 9 out of 10 on Steam, 3.5 out of 5 on Amazon, and a 76% Metacritic score. Hmm. Uh, but it was cool. You you do weird like time shit with like one hand, and it's like you go into Russia to you know deal with a problem, and then shit gets fuckety. But I thought it was cool, and I think I bought it for like five bucks out of a bin at Toys R Us. Um, I bought that and Batman Arkham City, I think. And I, I popped Singularity in just to give it a quick shot. Because I was like, I'm going to play this Batman game. That's highly rated. Um, and I finished all of Singularity and I put Batman in. And I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was a game that I really enjoyed. It definitely scratched the Bioshock itch that I was missing. Definitely at the time. Uh, I've got a weird hot take where, again, I don't think it's a like a hated game there's a lot of people that like it but it is the one that people like less out of the series and that's chrono cross what i the prefer that no i have no opinion <laughs> uh i i prefer that to chrono trigger like hands down and again it's a a game with a 94 percent metacritic score and nine point seven out of ten on IGN. well i think empty orchestra takes the cake because i looked it up and um is Pooh? The Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh, Earthblood, came, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking on my life. Oh no. Werewolf the Apocalypse, Earthblood, came out in February, and it's got like a 4 out of 10, <laughs> so people Ooh. people are hating. Cool, cool, that's good. Um, let's give it a shot, let's try it out. I don't know, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head that are like, bad bad that i liked because a lot of times i'll like start a game and be like if it doesn't grab me i just won't even yeah keep playing right so yeah i feel like the air quotes bad thing is more or less like games that i love to play that going back to revisit like mechanically or just like would be tough (laughs) oh yeah like at the time they were good but just in retrospect, now the games are so much fucking better. They're just not oh, man. great. I I had a weird experience where it was the opposite of that. Where I played, um, is Metroid 2 Return of Samus on the Game Boy. I played that all the way through again before the 3DS remake came out. And I was not a fan of the 3DS remake. No. No, <clears throat> it it changed too much stuff around and like, oh my god, I'm going to sound ridiculous for saying this, but like, the environment was too vibrant <laughs> and like lively. Tisk tisk, too and many colors. Like, yeah, like this is a dying planet because you're killing its ecosystem right now, like. And there was something that was kind of fun and spooky about, like, the lack of music and just the, like, the harsh color palette of, like, just the grays, right? Right. 
So, I don't know. It just, it didn't really feel the same. And it wasn't one of those things where I was like, ah, nostalgia goggles. It was like, yeah, playing the Game Boy version still recently was like, it's, it still held up as the better experience. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm broken. Speed Pone. Do you have any <laughs> luchador plastic wrestlers? I fucking wish. Yeah, samezies. I had a couple of reaction ones that, like, I kind of messed around with, but then I didn't really hang on to them. <clears throat> but those are cool, though. I like them. I like the way that they they look. I like the dude in the middle with, like, looks almost kind of like a shocker trooper. Yeah, shocker combat. <laughs> without man. a shirt on. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of these are like, hey, I think we just discovered the mystery of what the shocker combat men uh, are inspired by <laughs> um, skeletons and the Third Reich. Yeah, <laughs> Luchador is a Nazi imagery. Yeah. That's kind of a weird flex to pay. Uh, no, I don't have any of those, but they're cool as hell. Nice car. Super menu. cool. Hell yeah, Uncle Jason. What was your favorite Sentai monster growing up, and which one is it now as an adult? Ooh, um, growing up, I I really liked the. The, like, pig monster from, um, Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. I like the pig monster with, like, the helmet. Yeah, he was fun. Pudgy pig, I think they called yeah, him. Yeah, he was pretty fucking tight. Um. Yeah. So he's a standout. And as an adult, I think by default, it's probably Alien Icarus. Um, additionally. <laughs> That's not Sentai, though. Oh. That's Ultraman. Oh, well. That's just Tokusatsu. Well, shit. I hated that. I'm so sorry. That's my answer. Anyways, boom, swerve, dab. Boom. I'm dabbing right now. You are. I can confirm. Uh, I always liked King Sphinx. King Sphinx was cool. Tight. I still think King Sphinx then, in that case. You're keeping him? Yeah, why not? Cradle to grave? He's He's your monster? Let's do it. Yeah, he's a weird Egyptian-themed spooky man. I remember coloring him in poorly on old uh, activity books. Oh, that's cute. That were Power Rangers. This is a very, like, nostalgia-dripped episode. Like, I know we bring up, like, shit like that a lot, but it feels, like, extra now, you know? Yeah, you brought up coloring books and themed pasta cans, so... Yeah, yeah, and... Batman series is what's going on, dude? I don't know, dude. I'm dying. Keep reading the questions. <laughs> uh, also, he asks, "What's a good scary movie you've seen recently?" Uh, I recently revisited Mandy. Um, Ooh! Although upon, upon a second one. watch, I feel like it's don't scary the it. first time you see it because you don't know what's coming. But like okay. the second time you see it, it's less scary and it's more just like you're stoked for. The carnage to ensue. Um, Is this a Nicolas Cage fun time? Yeah, it was good. And I binged all three screams recently, which was good. Nice, nice. Uh, I feel like I watched another spook spook recently. Hmm. Oh, it's going to bug me now. What about you, brother man? Uh, The only one I can really kind of like think of off the top of my head that like really stuck with me was, um, was The Ritual. Oh, The Ritual's cool. Yeah, that one was, I, like, I heard good things, but I didn't, 
like, well, I don't want to say I didn't expect it to be as good, because, like, the one friend that suggested every time she, like, suggests a horror movie to me, I'm like, I know it's going to be fucking fantastic. But, like, I feel like it still took me a while to get around to watching this. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, holy shit, it was amazing. Like, this nice slow burn horror, as well as, like, some psychological shit that was awesome. And then also, like, legit monster. Right as well is like oh fuck you've it's like you took everything i like and put it into a movie that's cool you know it's probably a controversial opinion a hot take one might say oh you hated it no no (laughs) i liked it um i was just gonna say another film that i really enjoyed was the blair witch remake slash reboot oh i still need to watch that it's i'm i'm like i don't i don't know how it was received like i'm sure people hated it because anything that's a reboot slash remake is just panned but like Mm, i I legit thought it was like pretty decent horror film Hmm, okay cool cool yeah i i think i think the only real like i didn't really hear a lot about it unfortunately like i said so I think maybe I'll have to make up my own opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, it I recommend it. I enjoy it. So. Cool. Sam the Mop. What is the best Game Boy Color game? Ooh. Easy. Oh. What is what is it? Pokemon Silver. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say Pokemon Silver as well. Ooh, or should I say Crystal? Well, because Crystal like the... is like... Crystal was only playable on color, right? Yeah, yeah. Silver was so backwards crystal. compatible still. So it's like yes. it's sort of like a like a Game Boy 1.5 1. 1. Yeah, yeah. game. Uh one step further, the Pokémon bootleg Vietnamese crystal. <laughs> That's the best one. Uh Google search it. <laughs> Um, no, just just watch some uh, let's plays on YouTube. That's the best one. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I get to have a strong opinion on this because like Game Boy is like my console. Like I played the fuck yeah. out of Game Boy, but as Game Boy Color became more prominent, I didn't really buy Game Boy Color games because I liked Game Boy games because they could be playable mm-hmm. in the DMG or the Game Boy Color. Yeah. So, like, I kind of strayed away from them. I I missed that entire uh, console slash generation as well. Like, I I had a Game Boy DMG, and that was really the only, like, Game Boy system I had up until I bought my SP Lite. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So, which I still have, and which I still use to test out cartridges. Nice. Because it's like, it's it's the guarantee, right? Um, so yeah, I missed out on a lot of color games. So like, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Because yeah. that... Oh, I, can we steal that for... The WoW? The WoW? Because I, I want to know. I think, yeah, let's, let's steal that for the WoW. I want to know. Sam, thank you so much. You gave us our new WoW. I love it. <laughs> Just copy and paste it. I'm going to copy and paste no, it I'm, when we get I'm to gonna it. I'm going to screen cap it and paste a picture of it for the wow. Okay, cool, cool. And then everyone will know because everyone listens to it, so that's good. 
<laughs> uh, 4am snack asks us, what are your opinions on that freaking ghost in Mario that moves when you have your back turned to them? I'd say the it's, booze? I'd say it's a, a great enemy type that makes for a great game to base your whole game project around. No flaws in it whatsoever. <laughs> um, hashtag hey, play the video thing. game I'm working on. <laughs> It's classic, it works, it's, you know, what, mm, I want to say, was it the first uh, enemy to do that? I'm going to go with uh, an uninformed yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with an uninformed maybe. Cool. Yeah, yeah like, so, in uh, Super Mario World, I remember being infuriated with them when I was, like, younger. Yeah. Um, Mind you, I didn't get my Super Nintendo till like end of high school so like the current gen was like an xbox so like that's when i got my first super nintendo because everybody was getting rid of their shit and i was like i'll buy that for 20 bucks um hell yeah but as a boy playing it on other people's super nintendos i remember sucking so bad at that mechanic and just always dying to the ghost (laughs) and being really mad as an adult i'm a wizard with those ghosts but i think it's a it's a cool cool side scroller enemy for sure yeah, I feel like was it did six golden coins on the Game Boy have them as well? Oh, you I know what did. it did. Yeah, yeah, and then I know there were similar monsters that were like, I think it was like some of the bees. They would actually like they'd follow you kind of the same, but they'd also like phase through the honeycomb the the honeycomb. So you'd just be like, ah, shit! <laughs> I have to be always on the move. So like, yeah, I. I I was pretty used to them as an enemy by the time, you know, playing them on, like, the more, like, the the proper consoles. But, yeah, I remember that, like, the haunted house level was such a, oh, the first couple times was like, oh, no, mm-hmm. I, apparently I suck at this. So. It's also funny that, like, when you're a kid, like, the ghost house levels are kind of spooky. I guess so. Just, like, the themes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I always loved them. They were kind of my, they were like my favorite levels, especially the six golden coins one. I just uh, the so the pumpkin, good. the pumpkin zone yeah. is my favorite zone. Pumpkin zone's pretty zone. tight. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like western and eastern like spooky visuals in one go. You're like, hey, we're going to be in this giant jack-o'-lantern for a level with the witch flying around. Also, uh, here's a bunch of Jason Voorheeses and some yokai. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, the visual know, the like, visual language it. of that game is crazy. It's so wild. God, I... Fuck, I think that's my favorite, like, Mario game. Uh, like, I think mine, too. Like, it just, it's... Oh. Again, the nostalgia goggles just strap on tightly for that. All right, motherfuckers, thanks for your questions. Okay, <laughs> that was great. Thank you so much. Let's go to the other thing where we talk to you. It's called Wow. Oh it's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just Wow. Oh yeah, I had the best Wow ever. What movie freaked you out as a kid, but is a relatively normal film? Ooh. The 4 a.m. hits us with Totoro, 
Because cat bus. Yeah, I could see if you saw that when you were young, the cat bus being a freaky concept. Mm -hmm. Right. Also, wasn't there a weird meme thing where apparently Totoro was a allegory for some kid dying or something? What? Google it. It was like, people were just like, there's a lot of things about this weird crime case that is similar to Totoro if we, like, pull it apart and make it sound like it's this. And it's like, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with... Yeah, I mean, it's... a nah from me, dog. It's reasonable to be spooked out by the cat bus. He's kind of creepy and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam the Mop, James and the Giant Peach. The fucking storm cloud scenes had me shaken. Yeah, the, uh, back to visual languages, just like the, mm. the art style and the look of James and the Giant Peach lends itself to nightmares, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Good good times, though. I, I think I watched that movie once and enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember getting a scholastic mail-away book of James and the Giant Peach, and it had, like, the oh, cover fun. art was styled as the movie style. Nice, yeah, nice. Which I thought was pretty Hell cool. Yeah. Darcy Ska, all dogs go to heaven, and he's given us the uh, the Charlie the hell nightmare scene. scene. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. Yeah, yeah, it's spooky. Um, sometimes all dogs don't go to heaven. I I recently rewatched that. Um, yeah. Recently ish, I don't know this whole pandemic has been simultaneously the longest year ever and the shortest year ever at the same time but uh i watched all dogs go to heaven and it was like a screener copy so part way through it's like this is a screener copy if you have this and you're not reviewing it you're going to jail (laughs) like (laughs) um but yeah i i remember the 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 nightmare scene and also the scene with the alligator who's like let's make sweet love together baby oh yeah like, a horny alligator he freaked me out because i'm like as a kid you're like i think that fucking alligator wants to fuck me and it's making me really uncomfortable so <laughs> yeah uh little did you know it awakens something much later on in life where i'm sexually attracted to alligators you just want to fuck alligators. Yeah, now. or where Chris Hansen's showing up at the alligator's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speed Pwn, Noah, Mars Attack scared the hell out of me. I actually called for a parent. Only movie I can recall with that happening. Lol. Yeah, Mars Attacks has some like weird, creepy shit. Yeah, it does. It wasn't a... It wasn't a kid's movie, though, was it? I don't know, man. I feel like it was around the time where, like, what is and what isn't a kid's movie, the line got super blurry, because it's, like, it's Mm. Tim Burton in the late 90s. Yeah. Or maybe early 2000s. I think late 90s. I think it's, like, 97, 98 kind of thing. Yeah. And there was a lot of toys for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just, like, it just towed the line of kid's movie slash not kid's movie. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, I I think Mars Attacks kind of freaked me out as a kid. I don't remember calling for, like, help from an adult. <laughs> like, I need my parents. <laughs> um, yeah. I think a lot of Tim Burton movies are like that. I remember Edward Scissorhands kind of freaked me out when I was a kid. 
Yeah. Oh man, I remember that like this scene where the where like he like the the scientist is trying to give him his like real hands. Yeah. But then he like dies and he like stabs through the real hands with his scissor hands. Yeah. That scene always fucking freaked me out. And I think that's probably what my answer is cuz like uh I can't think of anything <laughs> off the top of my head again. Zessie, Labyrinth scared the shit out of me as a kid, especially Hoggle. <clears throat> oh, look up what he looks like oh, now. Hoggle's a freak. Um, <laughs> or what that puppet looks like now. He made me crazy uneasy. I used to have nightmares of being chased by the characters. Most of the movies involving puppets and stop motion creeped me out at that age. I adore oh, okay. them now, though. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Makes Sometimes sense. puppets fuck you up a little bit. Yeah, I also find that, like, childhood fears, like, movies that you f- were freaked out about, by, like, like, as a kid, end up being, like, some of your favorite things <laughs> to look for now. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Jason, the scene at the end of Jaws where the captain slowly gets devoured by the shark made me have nightmares as a kid, where the shark comes up underneath the foot of my bed and did the exact <laughs> same thing to me. And also gave me a serious case of thalassophobia. I feel like Jaws is definitely not a movie for kids, but it's it's like a it's a, it's like a kids' adventure action movie, right? I think because it's like such a phenomenon and such like an important like landmark in cinema, like everybody saw it. But I feel like yeah. that's not a great movie to show a child. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. Okay. What's yours? What are yours? I feel like you probably actually have an answer for E.T. wearing a wig. Ooh, yep, that's pretty spooky. That fucked me up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, oh man, E.T.'s alien design is probably the most actual terrifying out of all the movie aliens. Yeah, I think E.T. in general, like, I think most of the film just scared me. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, the the precedent in my mind had been set that, like, aliens are inherently evil and creepy and gross. <laughs> yeah. Because that was what they were back then. Right. And still are. Mm-hmm. Except for some movies. Um, oh, man. I have, like, there's scenes that freaked me out. But not full movies, you know? Um... So yeah, there's the the Tim Burton Edward Scissorhands where he, where he stabs the hands. Right. That freaked me out as a kid. Um, also, weird scene that I would, would always look away at was in the Stargate movie where uh, the Anubis guard guy, like, he scratches um, Kurt Russell with his, like, nail weapons and for some i think it was just like people getting scratched or like injured with the fingers weirded me out as a kid <laughs> it's uh, i i know it's a bit of a yeah yeah i think people being scratched scared me as a kid just grossed you out yeah uh, i don't know why either um i don't know maybe i didn't want to get scratched because that's, that's probably, like, the most, the, the worst kind of pain that you experience as a kid. 
is when you get scratched by something. So you're like, oh no, I actually can empathize with something. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's fair. It's like a, a relatable uh-huh. pain. I remember the mummy, the like scarabs under the skin thing. Oh yeah, kind of fucked I, me up. A I just, bit. I just thought that was cool when I was a kid. Oh yeah, that just grossed me out. <laughs> But I get why it's gross. It's like, yeah, that's fucked up. That'd be horrific to have happen. Yeah, you don't want that. No, no. But like for me, it's like, ah, nails are sharp. I was a fucking idiot as a kid. Like, I kind of... Like, it sounds crazy, but this wow question, I feel like could be... I feel like it could be a great basis for an entire podcast. Oh, probably. Like, this scared me when... Like, just sitting down with random people and, like, really dissecting whatever movie freaked them out as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't need more projects, though, so we'll move on. But you you could always (laughs) get some more. Alright, I'm gonna go with just, yeah, E.T. in a wig. That's my final answer. E.T. in a wig, that's fair. Yeah. Also, Bella Lugosi Dracula freaked me out as a kid. I don't know why. I never watched that Dracula movie when I was a kid. Just, I guess that concept freaked me out of a vampire wearing uh, a giant brooch. But I, again, I think that was brought up on a previous episode uh, multiple times. So, I think he's tight now, though. Good job, Dracula. Right. Wait, is your final answer Anubis Scratch? Yeah, Anubis Scratch. Uh, thanks everyone for participating um, letting us take a little peek at your childhood trauma Um, our wow for next week thank you to Sam the Mop it is what's the best Game Boy Color game so we would love to hear because we are fledglings in the field of Game Boy Color as apparently we both tapped out after Game Boy yep so I want to know what to look for yeah what are we collecting next yeah because I mean like what else is there to do? <laughs> Fucking nothing, my guy. I think that just about does it for us here on the podcast. Tony, was there anything you wanted yeah. to say to the people before we get on out of here? And I get a tracheotomy. My throat is just scratchy as hell. Yeah, you gotta get someone to jam a, a pen on the Yeah, uh, give me a poke poke so I can in. breathe proper. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Share us on Spotify. Uh, we got a Discord, links uh, easily available. Follow us on social medias. Logan is Ultra Radical Toy Works on certain things. Ultra Radical Toy on others. I don't keep track, I'm not a secretary. Uh, I'm Toby Lossi on everything. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. I wonder if we can get our own Discord link. Or you probably have to pay for, like, Nitro or some shit to get the, like... Probably. Yeah, to get the, like, discord.gg slash whatever... Yeah, I don't know. We can look into yeah, it. Yeah, we can look into it. If we can get an easily accessible right Discord now, but... link, that would be a good thing to put at the end of this episode. Well, um, that's this is the end. Um, <laughs> and remember, folks, <laughs> a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. We'll see ya. So... 
we can a missed opportunity for the wow is how many yeah. pencils can you fit in your butt? <laughs> <laughs> no. 